your world, your challenges, your faith. When faith within engages the world without, there's power. It's living life from the inside out. The holidays are here, and many of us can't wait to gather with family. But not everyone's counting down the days until the family sits around Grandma's table. Today we'll be talking about the family divide and reaching across it on Family Life's Inside Out. I'm Martha Manikas Foster, and my guest is Rob Reno, pastor, book author, and co-founder of Visionary Family Ministries. His 2020 book on reconciliation is titled Healing Family Relationships. It's great to welcome you back to Inside Out, Pastor Reno. Thank you, Martha. I've been looking forward to talking with you. I enjoyed our chat before, so I'm, I'm looking forward to specifically talking about Christmas. We're broadcasting our conversation as we approach what, for many families, is that maybe the only time they actually all get together, or one of the few times all year they get together. And from what you've seen throughout your life, and maybe especially in these last, you know, 18, 24 months of unusual activity in our lives and in the world, what kind of barriers have been standing between people and the rest of their families? Not everybody, but but some people. And do you think the divide is greater now, or are we just talking about it more? Boy, that's a great question. Well, I think that the enemy and the world are in overdrive right now, seeking to divide people, dividing families, dividing mm. communities, dividing nations. It's political, it's COVID, it's spiritual, but it's really not new. Uh. You know, God created the family as the, the foundation of all of human life in all places and all times, and the enemy hates the family. Mm -hmm. uh, he hates marriage. He hates parents' relationship with their kids, siblings' relationship with each other. So part of it is kind of expecting and understanding that there are no perfect families. Some of us have the expectation mm. that once we go into the holidays, we're going to get all these sinful, messed up people under the same roof, and we're never going to have any conflicts. It's just going to be love, and we're going to care about each other and have these <laughs> wonderful conversations. Uh -huh. And it's probably not going to happen, because uh -huh. under the pressure of those intense family relationships, you know, a lot of junk in our hearts is going to come out. Mm -hmm. And somehow those pictures of the Norman Rockwell or the Courier and Ives become the sentimental favorite of ours, right? But we probably could realistically sit back and say, it's not happened really before, so it's not likely that this particular Christmas, it's going to happen now. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, um, I sin and fall short at home. <laughs> not more me. Than anywhere no, else. not what you're talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I can go, I can probably go years at church without losing my temper with someone at mm. church or at men's ministry or something like that. But boy, it's hard to get through a day, certainly a week, right, without having some ugly parts of my personality and character come out at home. So all of us need to go into these holiday gatherings, kind of with a spirit of humility and a spirit of, of neediness and asking God to bring some peace and reconciliation that's not really natural to any of us. Mm, that's so wise. And of course, not everybody around that table is following Jesus. I mean, we'd love that to be the, the case, the truth about our families, but that's, that's not always the case. But for the people concerned about this who do follow Jesus, how might they be praying as we approach Christmas, praying for that time that we'll be together? I know sometimes for me, when it comes to things that I'm anxious about in regards to my relationships, by the way, Amy and I have been married 27 years. We have seven children, mm -hmm. ages 24 to eight, 
Our two eldest are married, so launched and off the payroll. We have a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law, uh, and and then their parents and in-laws. So mm-hmm. we have this uh, you know, wonderfully complicated, blessed, messed up uh, system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I do when it comes to prayer is when I'm feeling anxious about a family relationship or, or seeing a person that I'm just concerned about how it's going to go, I say to myself, you know, I really need to pray about that. And I ought to pray for God's help, for God to give me humility and a spirit of peace and all that. But then I don't actually pray about it. Uh, like I tell myself I should pray about it. Uh-huh. And somehow that checked the box uh-huh. that I actually did pray about. <laughs> so as you anticipate spending time with some folks that maybe you anticipate or in the past things have been conflictual or hurtful or you're just feeling anxious about it, Rather than just saying, yeah, I really ought to pray about that, take that relationship to the Lord. Ask God to do something really special this Christmas. Ask Him to bring about some peace and some healing and some warmth in a relationship that's maybe been cold for a very long time. Mm -hmm. In some ways, you're saying, be even more bold. You're saying, don't just pray about getting through that day, but about making some sort of progress that would be for future Christmases that would be lasting. And that's very encouraging. Of course, the Holy Spirit that lives within us that raised Christ from the dead is certainly capable. Absolutely. God loves taking broken things and putting them back together again. Mm-hmm. He absolutely loves it. He's really, really good at it. <laughs> but because, because humanly, we uh, honestly, especially if it's been 10, 20, 30 years of a conflictual relationship, if we're honest with ourselves, we just say, well, I just don't see this ever changing. I don't see this other, and of course we blame the other person for that, right? Mm. Uh, I don't see this other person ever changing their behavior, changing their attitude, changing their heart. Well, I agree, humanly, there's probably nothing that can be done, but let's pray and ask for God to do something amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, on that note, let me reintroduce you to our audience. If you're just joining us, you're catching Inside Out on Family Life. I'm Martha Manikas Foster, and I'm talking today with author, speaker, and pastor Rob Reno. His 2020 book is titled Healing Family Relationships. So, Rob, it's possible that our anxiety about getting together with our family might be really focused on one particular family member. Are there things that you can suggest? Well, actually, I believe that there probably are things that you can suggest that we can do before Christmas that might help with the family gathering once we're all together. Well, that's a great question. I would encourage people, if you have that particular relationship that history tells you that it's not going well, you're fearful, it's not going to go well again, Mm -hmm. to maybe take a little bit of a risk and to set up a time to call. Phone is probably best unless they live nearby and you could meet Mm face-to-face. And to just go to them with a humble spirit and say something like, hey, we've got Christmas coming up. I think we both know that in the past, you know, we've had some conflicts and we've had some difficulties and it maybe hasn't been the best time when we've been together. And I'm not here to cast blame or sift through all that past stuff, but I would just like to have things be more peaceful this Christmas. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about that? What do you think we could do together to take some little steps forward in our relationship? Now, it's a big risk to do that. I don't know what your family member is going to say, 
They may be very harsh. They may be very hard-hearted in their response to you, which would, of course, double your hurt mm. because you just sort of opened your heart up a little bit and were vulnerable, and then you got smacked back. Mm-hmm. But you might end up getting a softer response from them with them saying, well, yeah, I'd like things to be better, too, and maybe we could avoid talking about this subject, which right. we always seem to argue about or, or something. But you see, we're always afraid to do that. So we're afraid to have this sort of preemptive conversation to say, hey, I wish things were better. Uh-huh. But the reality is there's not much to be afraid of. You're not going to make things worse. It, it already is a mess. Yeah. It's already yeah. tense. You're already having conflict. So that attempted preamble conversation isn't going to make things worse, and it might be a baby step forward. Mm, that's that's wonderful. And we are called to be humble. We are called to be humble, and though it can hurt in, in that situation of being vulnerable and humble, going to the person that we, we feel that we don't get along with, even if we think it's all the other person's fault, it is in keeping with, with the both the example and the call of Christ. Yeah, amen. Well, Romans 12 says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Mm-hmm. Now, there's three really important phrases there. One is, if possible. In other words, it might not be possible to live at peace with your brother or your aunt or somebody. They may not want to live at peace with you. You mm-hmm. can't live at peace with someone who doesn't want to live at peace with you. But the emphasis of that passage, if possible, as far as it depends on you. In other words, if the relationship with your family member is broken, don't let that be because of you. Mm-hmm. Don't let that be primarily your burden, and mm. ask God to help you do your part to seek peace. That's wonderful. Any other parting words of counsel or hope as we prepare ourselves to gather with others, mostly others in our family, this Christmas? Well, just kind of back to where we started, remembering that God loves your family, and He chose specifically all these different people uh-huh. to be together in this thing called a family. I, I've talked to a lot of Christians. They'll say, look, I believe in this institution of family, but this particular combination <laughs> of people is just not working. You know, and, and I get that. I really do. But God chose these people to be a part of this thing called your family, and He wants to use you. He wants to use you as a light for Christ. He wants to use you to shine the love of Christ to the people around you. Uh, and I think especially with the last 24 months that the world has gone through, such uh, fear and anxiety and division and anger, I think God wants to do something pretty special this Christmas in our families. Mm, Well, I hang on to that as well. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Rob, for joining me here today on Inside Out. I loved it. Thanks, Martha. My guest has been author, speaker, and co-founder of Visionary Family Ministries, Rob Reno. Learn more about him and his 2020 book titled Healing Family Relationships at VisionaryFam.com. I'm Martha Manikas Foster with Inside Out on Family Life 